What up? Welcome to a podcast of Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 390. On this episode, I'm joined by Forgotten One. Uh, talk about the Patreon, merch shop, commercials, music talk, family emergency, music plans, making music, podcast talk, a bunch of other shit. Thanks for checking us out. podcast with mo what up uh you know what i'm getting to first our patreon patreon.com slash podcast mo uh shout that place out for being the whole reason this podcast exists you know keeping us going uh you give a dollar more a month you get early access to the podcast uh you get more you can become a co-producer like my mother uh, like Graveyard Entertainment, like it's your boy H2.com, and like Forgotten One, who we are calling today. So, big shout out those folks. Um, also, we have a merch shop, shop.spreadshirt.com slash podcastmo. If you don't already have a podcast shirt, I suggest you get one. Uh, they're going to be worth a lot of money someday, you know, on the collector's market. So, it's always a solid investment. It's basically like buying gold. Uh, so think about it. Get ready for the apocalypse. Um, all right. Like I said, this week we're calling the homie forgotten one. Uh, he, I think moved to Minnesota or some shit like that. Uh, but I think maybe the last time we called, he was already in Minnesota. I don't know. He likes ghosts a lot and, uh, he has an album dropping like, uh, the day this comes out or something pretty close. So, um, we are going to give him a call. Hello. Yo, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, dude? Not shit. Fucking, you know, enjoying my Friday. Hell yeah. I appreciate you having me and enjoying your Friday with me, man. I guess it's enjoying my Wednesday for all the listeners out there. So Right. Right. Hump day. Remember when that fucking commercial overtook and like everyone for like three years? Every yeah. like every Wednesday for three years, everybody was like, Hump day. <laughs> Yeah, it was like a thing, you know. It was crazy. It was crazy how long that lasted. Um, they don't make that did go on like for a while. I still pull it out. I still pull it out sometimes. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's a classic. It's a classic. You know, and it is. I've ever, you know, recently I've been watching like some Hulu, which we have the commercial plan and shit. But in general, I don't watch a whole lot of commercials unless I have like an antenna so I can get some local channels. But whenever I saw a cereal commercial for the first time the other day, like a long time, and I was like, oh fuck, I miss cereal commercials because like. You used to watch so many commercials all the time when you had cable, you know? That's why I haven't seen a fucking cereal commercial in as long as I can remember. Maybe I'm just missing it, but I cannot remember one at all. I, well, it was a Lucky Charms one about how they had some new fucking, you know, marshmallow in there. And then those uh, fuckers are still going strong. And it's delicious, man. It's so good. And uh, yeah. my wife started complaining how now they have unicorns and got rid of the shooting star from our childhood. <laughs> and she was like, fucking unicorns. It was so funny. <laughs> right. It doesn't seem right. Yeah. She's like, how are unicorns and leprechauns? I was like, I feel you. I feel you. It's some bullshit, dude. Um, so, yeah, man, I, I gave you a brief intro, uh, you know, yeah. like I do, of course. But when's your yeah. album coming out? I couldn't remember the exact day. Yeah, so it's it's supposed to be coming out on August 7th, right? And that's my birthday, so that was the plan. But might have to pull a little Kanye on them and uh, push it back. I'm not entirely sure yet, but I got a couple things going on. So it's up in the air right now. It's up in the air. 
Yeah, I mean, when you said the date originally, and I knew where you were at on some mixing stuff, I was like, that's really, right. that's pretty, that's pushing. I was really surprised that you were going to hit that date. Yeah, dude, literally, that would be next Sunday, and I don't even have it up. Like, like it's not even uploaded yet. So right, and you really, it would honestly be rushed. It would be rushed if I did it. And um, if you, you know, if you could get it up by this Sunday, like two days from now of us recording, I think you'd be fine. I think a week you're fine, but. Anything less than that, yeah, I think you're because it'll always take a while to get to the Napsters and to the media nets and all those other bullshit little stores. But yeah. to Spotify and Apple and Tidal and shit, you need about a week, it seems. Yeah, dude, and honestly, that's not the whole reason why I'm pushing it back. Like my, I knew, I knew what it was going to be with the mixing. Like I'm still waiting on that last song to get back, which. The producer I'm working with, she usually gives like a week. It's usually like a week for her to get a mix done. She really takes her time on it. But um, so I already knew when I was going to get it back, which is going to be towards the end of this weekend. Right. Um, but what happened was I'm, I've been talking with Bentley a little bit and they want me to possibly um, release it through them instead. And so I'm talking with Luca, who's the CEO and uh, the VP, and we're kind of figuring things out to see if it might make more sense to go that route. And like I said, obviously it would be rushed if I did it this way, but that's, but I'm not really supposed to talk about it too much, but it's not um, that big a deal, obviously. <clears throat> um, but they have like a way that they, 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 they broke us down on like this strategy of um, like charting on iTunes. It's kind of like a secret that they know. Right. I, I mean, I've seen I get all those videos get popped up. Like if you release it at a certain time and you can get everyone to rush your song at a certain time, you could hit the charts. If you do it like, you know, like a yeah. Tuesday at a certain time, like there are certain ways you can uh, manipulate it for sure. Um, yeah, I, there's a few different things. And so that's what I'm like thinking is like, look, this might be my last project. What I really don't want to do is rush it. And then everybody literally like forgets about it two days. And you know, with me, like it's, it's not really what, like what that is for with my music. That's not what it's about. It's like everybody listening. It's about putting out good art and doing it the way I want to. But like, if I could possibly chart, you know, that'd be pretty fucking dope. And then especially if it is my last project, which it potentially could be like, I want to, I want to possibly do something special with it. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've always kind of been curious, you know, about your record label, uh, yeah, because it is, it isn't like most people's record labels. It seems more like a, yeah. a group or organization that helps, you know, with strategies to get your album out there. I don't know what all they fucking do, uh, but yeah. it is, uh, you know, whatever you decide to do, I'm sure. Yeah, it'll it's, work it's out a little for different. You. So we don't need to get into it too much. Like we can definitely talk about it. But I've been with Bentley Records for like about five years. So basically since I started and yeah, they're not like a typical label. Like so Luca Days is the CEO I don't know if you know him or not, but super cool guy. And I actually just started working with him recently. He's doing this. It's called elite millionaires program where he's taking on like all these different mentees and being a mentor and like not just teaching us about music, but business and all these things, because he's a very successful business guy on top of owning a label. He has like a bunch of different companies and shit like that. But um, anyways, so that's kind of where the, uh, the whole album learning about that strategy for the album came from. But Bentley's dope. Um, they started off when I started with them, they were a little bit uh, more low key. Like they were kind of, they had just been going for, I think a few years. And so just so everybody like understands if anybody does care, it's not like I have a record deal with them. They do different deals to help out independent artists. So they, 
they gave me like a marketing published deal to publishing deal to start with, which is where they'll do your cover art, the cover art, they'll do your mastering, they do a bunch of different benefits you release to them, they put it on all their stores and stuff. And uh, it, they are a legitimate able, label. It's not a fucking scam, which a lot of people do think. And I'm an A&R with them too. So I've literally brought people on board. Um, but it's different. It's not like a people don't understand. Most people don't understand these things, dude. They don't really understand labels. They don't understand these other labels that are trying to come up. And the, re- the main reason why is things are changing every day. Like things are not how they used to be in the music industry 10, 20 years ago. But to get to the point... Bentley gave me a little marketing publishing deal. They're still doing that deal. And it's a really nice platform for like new artists who kind of need that support. So like for you, for somebody, example, who does everything on their own, it wouldn't be beneficial for you. But for other artists that are just getting started, it's a really good platform. Now, they do have bigger artists um, on the label, like uh, some big time. I don't know if I'd say big time artists, but pretty big artists that have huge followings and are putting out good music and stuff like that. So they focus more on those artists, but um, they do. They also have other artists that they do those type of deals to work, the marketing, publishing type of deals to just kind of help them out and work with them as well, just to build up and brand. But like, if you go and check them out, anybody who does check them out, you'll see they're a legitimate label. They're all legitimate people, and Luca's uh, a super cool guy, and and they've been really good to me since I've worked with them. And um, yeah, like it's just been a good opportunity starting out, honestly. And like, I know a lot of people probably do think it's bullshit, but it's really not. All right. Um, well, my thought went from the outside, of course, um, has always had, right. it's had like a little bit like a, and I don't mean it's in a negative way. I just used to work at a place that was this, a mid-level marketing place where like they, a half mm-hmm. of it was like, you could tell, and it seems like there's like a part of it in like the artists are trying to get other people signed up, but I don't think it's a negative thing necessarily. It's just, you know, the way that the no, it's, it's not like that. So they, I had to like, like work to become an A&R. Like I had to ask for that. They didn't ever present that opportunity to me. Gotcha. I literally went out and got it. There's no, I don't know any other artists on the label that's an A&R. So that's something I went out and got, but no, they're a legitimate label. Like, well, They're partnered with Sony with Warner. And then all you know, earlier you saying, uh, you know, like me doing everything. I agree. Like I don't need someone to do my art or whatever, but I've always thought like if yeah. someone wanted me to do that stuff for them, I would do it for a percentage, you know? So I think it's probably a similar thing. So, uh, you know, I don't think it's that crazy, you know, if they're doing stuff for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that crazy, but um, it's been dope just working with the label and then, um, if I do release through the label, it, it will give me a better shot, um, I think, to get it out more and, and possibly do something with it. So I was releasing music through Bentley before, but I had a couple issues like getting out the right release date. They would pick your release date and they always do Thursdays. And I just found out after talking with the VP that they do Thursdays because analytically it's like the best day for releases. But um, I never liked that because, you know, New Music Friday, that's when everybody's listening. And then also with the features thing is I think, you know, like I was thinking about this too, is it becomes very complicated or it used to be, I think they've made some changes, but so with my, um, not last album, but my album underground diamonds, I had a bunch of features on there. It was basically a collab album, including yourself on two songs. And it became very tricky to pay out the featured artists because Bentley pays out royalties twice a year. And so when you go back, like we, we don't need to get into this too much, but me and you already talked about this, but like, that was my main issue was like figuring out the features thing. So there's a couple of things to be figured out if I'm going to do this album through. Obviously I want to make sure everybody gets paid 
properly. Um, so we'll, we'll see. It's, I'm going to figure it out. But like I said, everything's up in the air right now. I'm stressed the fuck out. I have so much going on right now. But Well, um, we mentioned cover I'm art excited. earlier. And I will say the cover art on this one is just splendid. You know. Oh, man. It's just pure genius, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Cause so I, yeah, obviously I mean, you did the cover art. Exactly. You did the cover art, <laughs> and Bentley did the uh, the text, <laughs> um, which I do love the cover art. I've got a lot of good feedback on it so far for the people that have given feedback. So good work, man. <laughs> yeah, that was. Uh, I had an iPad, and I still do, but I had an iP like the pencil, right? The little smart pencil shit, and then uh, that's crazy. I lost it the pencil and so i haven't drawn anything in months <laughs> but in that like couple months where i was just fucking going to work that was one of the ones i drew so you got yeah, it dope you basically did like all the homies right and uh yeah i was kind of blown away honestly when you sent it to me i was like damn that's fucking dope and it really is good like like i said most people that have talked about it have given good feedback and my wife didn't like it of course but I was like, fuck you. Like, this shit's good. Like, I, I don't know. I think it's dope. And yeah, I had my, I had my, um, like elementary school picture on my last album. So I was thinking about doing like a nice professional picture for this album and making it look cool. But I was like, shit, this just works nicely. So fuck all that. I don't want to pay like a photographer to come do some pictures. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I debate it. You know, I don't, I don't fucking know on art, you know, like everyone's artwork. Yeah. Of course. Um, no one does. Everybody's doing the bullshit art like Drake and these guys these days. Like, yeah. Well, and then like some people just want like the title, but five times across it diagonally. And <laughs> you're like, oh, all right, yeah. whatever. So, I mean, I think you got to have yeah. some artistic freedom. Um, you know, it definitely in lines yeah. with what I've been making. Cause I had this whole like uh digital painting kind of effect going on. So it kind of works yeah. there. Um, you know, hopefully if she doesn't like it, uh, that's too bad, you know, but my wife, right. doesn't. no, no, we're rolling with it. We're rolling with as it. As I've and talked I'm to CJ and, you know, I have a wife as well. It's a very common thing for your significant other to not necessarily like your art, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, I was honestly surprised that she didn't like it because like, what's not to like about that <laughs> album cover, you know? It's just you, but like a painting. Kind yeah. of. Well, anyway. I'm perfect. You know? Yeah. And, uh, my next album cover <laughs> has some painting effects. Cause you know, mine's coming out, um, the, the 12th i think something like that yeah and um yeah, yeah. it uh is a little kid picture of me because you know everyone has a little kid picture if you're a little wayne fan or i'm sure other people did it but to me little wayne made it very popular and um i think it's just like a just like have to do it kind of right and you know i was i actually went back and looked at it so i had a facebook account like when you still had to be in college to have facebook like i got yeah. i done concurrent enrollment my senior year and so i had a college email that i got to sign up with my senior year of high school yeah and same then, here same here. and then like the next year they allowed everyone to do it or whatever but my first picture yeah. was that picture that's going to be on my album cover i uploaded this picture oh, hell yeah, that's and so i was like well that's fun and uh you know i kind of painted yeah. the background uh and made it look all whatever it looks like y'all check it out and my album called good enough i was just listening to it and you have a song that you're going to be a collab on there and i hadn't listened yeah. to it in a couple months and i was like damn i think a lot of these songs are really good so uh hopefully other people like it. We will see. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited for your project. I did want to ask you a couple things about it um, on this podcast, if possible. But yes, I think our song is pretty dope. It's it's definitely a fun one. And it was a hook of yours that kind of surprised me. You know, it's not I wouldn't say it's like your typical Mo hook. Right. Right. Like, you know, kind of braggy shit like that. But I, I fucked with it right away. 
and I thought we made a pretty good song out of it. Um, I made it specifically for you. You know, when I was like, I was like, I gotta do something kind of. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. That forgotten one would kind of vibe with, you know. So it is kind of like me trying to do something you would. That makes like, sense. That makes sense. Like put it in my mind state or whatever. Right, and then the beat's kind of fucking weird. I just I was just listening to it, and I was like, the melody yeah. of the beat's kind of odd. Um, yeah, I haven't heard it in a minute, but it it works very well. And I'm really into um, sampling these like old 1960s vinyls lately, and uh, yeah. I keep a lot of them for myself. So like a lot of my stuff on this album, like about half of it, kind of not half, maybe like a third, has kind of that that feel, you know. And there's something about it that I really enjoy my style I'm doing with it. Like Brad's heard all of yeah. them, and uh, you know, the other day he was because. I don't expect everyone to like my shit, you know, and people know the same yeah. for me the other way. And Brad was like, at the very least, you have your own s- sound. Like, you can't say, like, you sound like, you know, this whatever rapper. And I agree. Well, that's for sure. I don't know if that's a good thing, you know, because I think that it's is definitely like, a good thing. Because uh, I think sometimes people want to hear something familiar, you know. For instance, like a couple weeks ago on TikTok, this fucking white kid who sounds exactly like Lil Baby has blown up and he's now like, you know, <laughs> internet famous. <laughs> But it's because he sounds like someone else. And I'm like, well, how long but the is thing about last? that is like, how long is he going to last? Like, right. I can tell you that already. For sure. <laughs> For sure. Uh, no, I always think different is better. And then I, I totally get the other side of it where you're coming from is like, yeah, you got to like relate to the people that are doing it to get people on. But like when you really look at, in my opinion, like the longevity of those artists who blow up that way by copying others, they don't last very long and they're not remembered. You know, so like, yeah, I, de- I definitely agree. I think you got your own. You definitely have your own sound. Like, I can't think of anybody who sounds like you. <laughs> well, um, I think it helps that I make it off, you know, the beats and everything, because even my beats and right. again, not to be all cocky about it, because I hate being like that. But I don't think people's beats sound like mine for a lot of time, no. you know, like because I'm no, your beats are different for sure. I'm not trying to make like a drill beat or whatever or like. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just making whatever I sit here and make. You know, I'm not actually chasing anything. So it is different, yeah. but I'm I'm hoping someone out there will fucking like it. But you know, that's because kind of how it is trying to find the people that Well, Brad liked it already, right? He listened to the whole thing. Yeah. And the song with Brad, it's called Bong Hidden. It samples um some records. I don't remember. I wish I remember what sampled what, but uh I just listened to it because Brad at the time I was like, dude, that's my favorite Brad verse I've ever heard that he does. Cause that's what happens on collabs, right? People come on and fucking try to murder you or whatever. And then he's like, well, your verse on, it's my favorite verse of yours. And I saw so him back listen. I was like, yeah, it's pretty fucking good. It's pretty fucking good. So yeah, I think good. there's a, I think there's a few good ones, but like, for instance, he doesn't like this one called, uh, got a smoke. And, uh, it's like a little, kind of like how Drake's album had, you know, that little like dance fucking feel or whatever. It's kind of like that actually. Yeah. And, uh, but I freestyled the whole song just sitting here being stupid. And then, so like, I love it cause of the memory of me making it, but I understand it doesn't sound like the most professional because again, it was a freestyle. So I don't know. Yeah. It makes sense. But I've, I, I enjoy the process, you know, and then earlier you mentioned a photo shooter reminded me I'm currently working on two other projects that may come out next year. And uh, one of them I, I was going to call classy and I really wanted to get a tux and get a picture of me in a tux, but I feel like I'll probably just Photoshop my head on someone with the tux and that'll be fun here. So <laughs> yeah, that'll be way easier too. You don't want to dress up in a fucking. And tux. I got to say, I have four, I have five singles coming out at the end of the year I already have scheduled that aren't really on a project. And one of them's called Brad Pitt. And I love the cover for it so much. I just can't wait for everyone to see it. Like I'm so excited. about Can it. Can you give any uh, uh, details on it? Uh, 
it's like if you ever seen Thelma and Louise, it would like make sense, I guess. Which oh, was the first movie I seen in theaters with my mom when I was like four years old. So that's old as shit. Yeah, <laughs> I remember it because I was like, "This movie's boring as fuck." <laughs> like, what? Well, I'll be excited to see that. I'm sure it'll be funny. Yeah. So anyway, Brad Pitt, look out for it. Um, <laughs> maybe I should do a remix with Brad's Terex. Now I think about it, what the fuck was I? How that not come to mind yet? Um, yeah, there you go. It could happen. It could happen. <laughs> so you said this might be your last album. Uh, what's your reasonings? Oh, man. Um, so <clears throat> I kind of set like a deadline for myself literally last August. And I made a whole plan. I'm like, look, I've been doing this on and off for five years now. And it. <laughs> I don't know how to put it the right way, but it's like, I just feel like there's better things I could be doing with my time. I feel like there's, don't get me wrong. It's not that I don't love music, but you know, I'm a dad with three kids. Um, I got a lot going on. And so what I decided last August is like, I'm going to go all in. I'm going to do everything that I feel I can to just try to make something pop off. And if it doesn't, then I'm just going to at least, I didn't even say take a break. I was like, I'm, I'm going to be done and just move on. And so now that that time's coming around, I'm like, fuck, man. Like, first of all, it'd be really, really hard to walk away from this. But I just feel like there's different and more things for me to be doing because like when you're spending more time doing music than you're spending with your kids, not saying that I'm doing that to, to the full extent, but when that focus and that time is being put in into something where I'm not getting much back, like, yes, I, su- I appreciate anybody who supports my music listens, things like that. And like I said, I, I truly do love making music, but that's, that's, that's why I set that deadline. <clears throat> and I have been going in like every single fucking day I've been promoting my music and scheduling tweet, just doing everything I know I can like I can do and figuring out what's the most effective things that I know I can do and just trying to do that. And I've been doing it basically for a year straight, like I said, and you know, with not much return, honestly. And that's like how it's been the whole five years. And, you know, I know a lot of people can relate to that because this shit is not easy. It's extremely rare for people to take it to that next level or at least get to the point from what I've seen underground independent artists to get to the point where they're, able to pay their bills and for example, support their family. That's rare. Right. <clears throat> and so, um, I set that deadline, which again is coming up. And so the main thing I wanted to do was like make a really good album. And as you know, like half the album is singles that I've already put out and that's obviously for strategic reasons, but also because I focused on all those songs and I feel like they're all good. Um, for the most part, um, I'm kind of losing. Oh, you're good. Uh, no, I have plenty of things I can bring up. Uh, I understand the whole like quitting or whatever. And so I'm just going to tell my worn ass story that I've told probably like a hundred times in this podcast, <laughs> but I don't care. Um, I rap from like 20, 2007. I started freestyling or whatever. 
yeah. and like recording those on like a microphone. Probably like 2006, I started freestyling. Like 2007, I started recording it. And, uh, you know, trying to do all this shit. And a couple years later, I started writing and, you know, recorded a couple mixtapes. And I loved them at the time, but they sucked. And then I graduated <laughs> college and I got a real job where I just didn't have time to do it. I worked four tens and a lot of people were like, four tens, you should be, but I also had to drive like, you know, I was on the road and shit. Uh, and so, like, I just didn't really have the energy to do it and the, or the motivation, really. So I quit rapping for five years. And then before I got married, I was like, you know what? Before I, my wedding, I'm going to put out a mixtape. I'm going to give it a good try. And I just really thought I got a lot better by doing nothing. You know, like I was way better yeah. after this break for no reason. I wasn't even listening to mo- to any music really during that time. Like in that time frame, all the artists that came out, I'm kind of have like all these big blank spots because I just wasn't into it. I got into like audio books and podcasts and that, that's kind of where all that love started. And then yeah. when I put out that mixtape, I was like, Hey, this is really fucking good. But then, um, I, uh, people, you know, producers were trying to sell me beach like that. And I just didn't have a whole lot of money, you know, and I didn't have the, to put into that, hobby i just really didn't feel like i had the money at the time so i just took the time to learn how to make beats like everyone fucking that's listening to this probably knows and um now you know i feel like i'm pretty decent but i don't at all view this as like a way to pay bills i make less than you i mean you have talk numbers you know or whatever um before yeah. i make like even less than you do you know in the month so it's like it's nothing you know but it is like I play video games a lot, you know? And so it's like, basically I'm just taking like half my video game time and using that to make music. So it is just like hobby time to me. Cause I don't have kids yeah. and I'm not real fucking busy. And I think all the time I just need a second job. What the fuck am I doing? But in that five years, I didn't make music. I was extremely unhappy. Um, you know, there was just really? a lot of like, because I am a creative person, you know, even as a kid, I like to draw when I, I love Legos, you know, I like video games where you can create shit. Like I've always just have a creative uh, spark to me, if you will. And so I do need something to create or else I won't feel complete in some sort of way. So I, that's the reason like I'm yeah. going to do it now. Will I ever quit rapping and maybe just make beats? Maybe. But then again, I feel like it would be hard for me to make a beat that I just love and me not make a song with it. You know, I can't imagine. You know, that's the only reason, yeah. the only reason I have songs for next year is because I just keep making songs. I just don't take a break. And all of a sudden I look up, I'm like, I don't even have a release date for this year. I'm already filled up. And so fuck it. We'll do it for next year. And so I'm just so far ahead. It would be hard to quit. It's like this weird. And trick that's I'm what I was going to kind of. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you, too, is about like your future plans and music. But real quick to get back um, yeah. to the album thing is um, I think like what I want to do possibly is like I said, I when August is done, <clears throat> you know, I'm still figuring things out. Like there's still a chance something might pop off. So I'm not done yet, but like what I'm thinking is um, possibly rebranding because like, I feel like I've done enough with the forgotten one that like forgotten one title. So I'm thinking about rebranding as well. And then like, just seeing if, if music, first of all, I'm thinking of seeing if, doing music might just be an option not to do. And then if I stay with music, possibly rebranding and then also like kind of taking a different direction with it as well. So like, I'm all figuring this out, but I kind of want to be done with the forgotten one stuff and and possibly move on to something else. And then, um, I was going to say, fuck, I keep losing my train of thought, but yeah, basically, basically rebranding and then seeing if I want to keep doing it. And all that. Well, and, you know, I listened to your album and I do think that 
you've kind of, it seemed, because you've gotten a lot better at your style over like the last, you know, the few years I've known you. And so it seems mm-hmm. like you have reached like the ceiling of, how do you see? And it's hard to know what you in a subgenre you would be, but you have like kind of this like 2010s, uh, inspired sort of your beats or something. I don't know how exactly explain it. Uh, but like, you've kind of gotten way better at that. So I could see if you took a break and like for something that happened whenever I took a big break is I got into reading. So I read a lot. And so I think that also yeah. helped when I came back, I just had such more vocabulary and stuff. And so well, what I was going to say is like, I, I, what I don't want to do is keep doing it every day where I'm like promoting my music. What I'd rather do is like, depending on what happens is like take a however long to just focus on making really good songs because that's really all it can take sometimes is just one song. And like these days it's just so limited. The opportunity is like, if I could rebrand possibly and just make one really good song, who knows what could happen. But what I don't want to do is keep doing it every single day, wasting that time, wasting that energy when I could be putting that into something else where I feel like I'm on earth for a fucking purpose, dude. Like, I got shit to do. So like, I love music, but the sacrifice versus the return of what I've been getting. I just like want something new. If that makes sense. Right. For sure. Um, Oh, damn. Now I forgot what I was going to say. I'm fucking you up. (laughs) God damn it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I have so much going on. My fucking head's all over the place, but, but sorry to, Drop it, knock you off your pivot there. Yeah, I totally get what you were saying about um <laughs> about needing a break. Yeah, I'm all over the place, dude. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the weed laws are like there in your new state, but here they're very lax. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I don't smoke really, so well, that's your problem. Um, yeah, probably. No, nah, I mean, it's not for everybody. You know, I don't like drinking, and if someone was like, "No, you need a drink," I would be like, "No, I don't." So. You know, to each yeah. their own is what I say. That's uh, true. Let's see. I had some music shit I was going to bring up, but, you know, it all fucking. I did have a couple questions about oh, the album for your, you. Your rebranding and your promo or whatever. I will say something that I think you, me, Brad, I think all of us, right? Like all of us, our little circle are fucking up on. I think Thetikos mm-hmm. is doing a decent job of trying is the way to blow up now. I'm not saying everyone has to do this, but the way that at the moment is kind of working as you like make a song you like, and then you get on TikTok and you pretend that you're like freestyling it or you're performing it before it's out. Right. And you just keep yeah. releasing that over and over like every other day for like two months. And then like people will be like in the 57th time it took off. And then people are all in the comments. Like, when does this drop? And then you release that one to drop. Like so, See, that's my issue. Is like I just don't want to do all that. Again, I agree. <laughs> I have so much anxiety for some reason related with just doing the video shit. I don't know why. Like I don't. Yeah, it's just not my thing. And I just want people to find me. And be like, hey, this dude's pretty awesome. But that's so fucking stupid to think that's going to happen. You know. But no, I, I totally get it, dude. Like I've, I've for whatever reason, I hate doing videos myself. Like everybody, like for so long, I've always hated FaceTime. I've always hated making videos. Like. I have nothing to hide. Like I'm not like embarrassed of anything at all. And I don't think you are either just to relate, but like, I just don't like doing it. It's just not fun for me. And then again, it comes like to what you're talking about is doing that 57 times to possibly have like, I also have that. I have that thing where I don't like looking people in the eyes, you know, it's like very rare. And, uh, yeah, I just think that translates where I'm like, I don't want to like look at the camera 
you know, like, I you know, can't we all got our own on. shit. Like, I don't have any, like, personally, I don't have any anxiety there, but like, I just don't like making videos. But to get to your point, is like, look, how bad do you want this music thing is what it part of it, what it comes down to. And then, what do you like? Do you want to blow up and then just fall the fuck off? Not make like you could make a little bit of money, but like to do this thing. And then again, you take an age into factor. Like I'm about to be 35. That's my other reasoning, dude. It's like, <laughs> I don't know how long I want to keep doing it. So that comes into factor. And then I'm not afraid of the work. Like when it came to basketball, I was one of the hardest workers I've ever met. I didn't know any, nobody outworked me, but with music, there's no guidelines, dude. Like people just blow up in different ways. And like the thing that I've thought of is like, dude, I don't see anyone blowing up anymore. Like not anyone, but from what I've seen in the underground independent artists, even to get to the point where they're paying like real bills and making real or their bills and making real money. I personally have not seen it. Now, maybe I'm not hip enough to the scene. Maybe I haven't done enough research and that's probably true. But like, I just think at this point, something is wrong because like, I, 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 there's no guidelines to make sufficient money to where, like, who do you know that's paying their bills doing music? Right. Well, all the TikTok stars are. So you blow up on TikTok, people make remakes, you get paid apparently. Um, but again, yeah. Hey, hey, real quick. Um, I have like a family emergency. Is there any way we can like pause this for two seconds? Yeah, so the two-year-old baby was having some issues, dude. He had a freaking boner. <laughs> he was freaking out. And my wife texted me. She's like, I don't know what to do. It's not going down. He's freaking out. <laughs> and I went up there and just calmed him down. And he was all good. But it was go- she was texting me for like 10 minutes when we were talking. I was looking, sending me videos and shit, which I obviously didn't watch. But I was like, what the fuck? But uh, baby just got a heart on. Better delete those videos. Um- <laughs> so yeah man uh what was next on your agenda shit what were we talking about uh something about how you can't make money from music and i was like tiktok stars can but fuck it you know yeah no that was just my point it's like um part of the process that went behind me or part of the thought process that went behind me like walking away from music is like i just don't see people doing this full time and making that profit for So I'm somebody that supports my family. Like I take care of them right now by myself. So like, how can I possibly, how can I possibly do that? And I'm not saying it's impossible. So I don't want to be Mr. Negativity and say it's impossible. Cause I know it's not cause there's people that are doing it, but like how saturated it is right now to see the people that are actually successfully doing that is very rare. In my opinion, I just barely see it at all. Yeah. I guess there's TikTok stars. I'm not on TikTok, so I don't know. But I, again, it goes back to the longevity thing of like, yeah, they might, you know, are they actually good musicians? Probably not. Right. Um, well, actually, but, I um, would say the that's opposite. My main thing is I just don't think I can put the time, the effort into music and get the money back. Maybe I can if something happens, but like, I, you know, I'm just not seeing, it's not that I'm not seeing the path, but it's just that like, it's so, so hard. For sure. Um, well, yeah, you said you had questions earlier for me about something about my album. Yeah. Yeah. I got some stuff. Yeah. So I did want to talk to you about uh, my album as well as your album. Um, let's see here. I got a couple notes. So we'll start with my album. Um, if that's cool. So yeah, go for it. Uh, obviously you produced, well, you didn't produce, but you made the beat for, um, forgotten no more the outro. 
So I wanted to see if I got the thumbs up there with you, if you thought it was shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I liked it. Um, I think it's probably my favorite one, maybe, of them, actually. Of I the thought new, it might be. I thought it might songs. be. So I'm glad to hear that. Uh, you know, now, I wonder if that's just because it was your beat, or I feel like it was your vibe. So Right, it's definitely more my vibe, and... I understand I'm biased. Like certain Asti's best song, I'm like, is on my beat. You know, like that's just the way it works in my brain. Uh, but I think that that happens right. to people, you know. Um, yeah, for sure. But yeah, I thought they no, were. No, that's all cool. I'm glad you liked it. Cool. And then, yeah, and then also did the intro um, as a little, yeah. just something to get it started. Now, my only, I guess, critique mm-hmm. was I, f- I don't know if the way the intro finishes and the next song starts flowed well, but it could have just been uh, the way SoundCloud did it, right? It might be different when it's on Spotify or something because it just it was like, yeah. I don't know, whatever the yeah, spacing the was that, didn't sound the best. Yes, yes. There's a little hiccup there to where it like doesn't flow right in, which, of course, me being me, fucking perfectionist, like I, I picked up on that too. It's funny you picked up on that. But I'm at the point where it's like, look, you know, the album's done. I'm not most people won't won't wait that long. They'll hit next before it gets to the end. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I'm the same way. Like you're listening to a playlist. You're like, all right, the words are done next. You know, like that's just yeah. kind of how you get. So I know I wish it would flow right in. I'm not exactly sure how you do that, to be honest. Well, my my actual Spotify is set up to have a like a one second overlap. So it kind of does it. But yeah, it's like a personal setting, you know, yeah. So it's to me, it's not that big of a deal, but um, it would be cool if it flowed in. But I'm not going to stress all the little stuff anymore. But it is funny that you picked up on that because that's like been the one thing that's been bothering me on the album. Besides that, like I'm cool with everything. But what's yeah. your favorite song? Oh, um, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. But yeah, I love the intro, man. And, and thank you for doing that again. Uh, I thought that uh, it would, you know, what I love about this album, dude, is like, so I've had this vision, this idea for this album for over a year, like since I, like a long time, once I really started to like beginning to think about it, but it's really played out to be exactly how I want it to be, if not more. So I'm super excited about that. But yeah, the intro was, you got it spot on. We obviously, we had a couple of hiccups getting it um, the way we wanted, but it's perfect. And then favorite song, I think the most turned up song, like the best song is the one with TN, which is the one that'll be, I'm not sure if, I don't think the music podcast, yeah, this will come out before the next music podcast. So it'll be on your last music podcast, which is 400 or no, it'll be in two days. It'll be 69. Okay. 69. Perfect. Right. (laughs) Brad will love that one. Right. (laughs) It's two dudes sucking dicks. Go listen to episode 68. I've explained it fully. One of my best rants of all time on music spinoff 68. Go listen to it. Oh, that one. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. The gay vibe is just rolling really well right now with the, with the butt playing. Yeah. (laughs) I've never been harder. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so um I'd say that's probably like my favorite song. Like that's the one that's been stuck in my head the most. And like when it comes to submitting to Spotify editorial, I feel like that'd probably be the one to submit to just because uh TN, for anyone who doesn't know him, most people probably don't, but low-key underground rapper from uh the ATL is just he in my opinion, he's one of the best underground rappers out there that's especially like hasn't got to that point yet where I don't know. I just think he's super dope and um, kills everything that I've done with him. And he's like been a big reason, if any, that any of my projects are good because I get him on every single one and he always kills it. So I, I'm not sure if you like that song or not, but that I'd say that's probably um, that's that's probably my favorite one. 
Yeah, I liked it. Um, I, I listened to it. Um, yeah, I actually right. also was listening before this uh, to my next time to see what I was going to pitch for the Spotify editorial shit. And Word. it's always, it's, it's, it's just tough because basically they're never going to yeah. accept it. You know, if they do, that'll be great. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. But what you're doing is you're deciding what will pop up for people's release radar. So Yeah, because like, it goes on, your, on their radar, right? So I'm like, you know, which one is the one, you know, so I went with the one called Keep Trying. And it's kind of got a chill vibe, and I know that's not what people really like, but I like it. So it was like, fuck it. That's what we're doing. That's what's up. You got to do what you like. And that's what I was going to ask you about your project is like your favorite songs on the project. And then also talk a little bit about our song. I know we kind of already discussed it, but yeah. And um, I will what do you like best on your Next Wednesday, so a week after this episode, people can hear the album on a podcast special. So y'all can hear my full thoughts. I recorded this. I recorded between game one and two of the NBA finals. So that's how long ago we recorded it, me and Skinny. Uh, and we've just been wow. having to sit around. So um, hopefully yeah, people like that shit. Um, but yeah, I... I really in, enjoy the album in general, you know, but like I said, my favorite, the, I guess my favorite I'd say is the keep trying songs. That's what I'm going to pitch. But the first song, is that on it, just you or is there any features on that? No, that one's just me. And a lot of yeah. them, I mean, I have four features, the one with you, of course, one with karma, which has already come out called lemon kind, one with Soko, yeah. Yeah. And then that one with Brad. So those are the four features. And there's 11 nice. solo songs. Those are good features right there. For sure. And, uh, well, I had to get people basically that I didn't get on my last one. You know, on Portrait, I got a few people, and I was like, there I you go. Got to get some more people on here. And that's kind of how I'm going to do it. You could get CJ on this one? No. Is his next song probably coming out next like next year? Or? Dude, I sent him a song a month ago and said it's not going to come out until next <laughs> year. But if you could get it done somewhat reasonable time, that'd be cool. <laughs> For sure. But he has a rock that's album cool, about to come out that he's been working on. So it's not like he's not doing Oh, anything. really? So yeah, it's, yeah. I heard that one. He sent me one song, or I heard it somewhere, and I was very impressed. Yeah, it's it's different as fuck. Uh, so if y'all like that rock shit, y'all yeah. be excited for that. No one's making rock these days. I feel like so that might be a good avenue for right. him. Well, my two projects I'm working on for next year, the one's classy, who I already said, and that's all classy. like samples, and then the other one's like that's if it. I had an alternative rock hip-hop band like a gym class heroes like it's all inspired kind of by that so oh, and that's um, your shit right? yeah, gym, class heroes. gym class heroes is my favorite uh band so i'm really kind of leaning into that sound if i can make it you know but that's the thing just trying to learn more how to make beat i mean i know how to make beats but there's like so many types and so many different things you can do and like you mentioned uh some actually said like your album you had this vision for how it was going to sound like i yeah. i'm never like that i even when i sit down to make a beat I don't know what it's going to sound like. like. I'm just kind of fucking around till it happens. And same with like a song and stuff. So like, I think it's interesting that you had a vision, you know, or whatever for what you, the you seem like an organized guy. So that's interesting. So like, I'm sure I am extremely organized. Shit, but, like the creativeness, does that just come on the spot? Is that what you Yeah. Saying? Well, even like, so like I, said, I draw right, or whatever, but I'm like, I can't, I'm not like, oh, in this picture, it is going to be a house with a mountain and a tree. And I, like, I just start drawing. So when you make a song, there's never like an idea behind it. I mean, for like the hook, for instance, like for this whole album coming out good enough, most of the hooks I freestyled. Like I just I wonder when you're making beats, if like you kind of already have the idea in your head. Uh, not for like a song, because when I'm naming beats, most of the names I put, oh, that's yeah. like what I would do for the hook. Like that's not sit there. I'm right. like, what would I do for a hook here? And then I kind of write something stupid, you know, as the hook name. But when I made this right. album, I was freestyling all the hooks because I was just trying to work on hooks, you know, more. You and, had the Adderall session, right? Exactly. And um, <laughs> I still got them, you know, <laughs> I have to work on yeah, yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. And uh, 
so yeah, I was freestyling stuff. And then after the fact, you're like, now I got to write something to kind of go with what the fuck I'm talking about. And really, I feel like I'm more philosophical than I come across maybe with my lyrics. Like things are like, they mean something else if you look, you know, to another meeting or whatever. So, but I'm not very good at staying on theme during a verse, right? Like I think it all connects in some weird like freestyle type way. Like even my written stuff, like it kind of works, but the, it is hard for me to be like, and this whole fucking verse is about what's in the refrigerator or something. Like I just can't. No, that's see. funny because I just listened to Underground Diamonds and I listened to uh, Don't Stop, which you're on, and like, dude, I still love that your verse on there so much. <laughs> and I know that's like not your vibe. That's not your shit at all. But like, I really do like genuinely love that verse. And you are all over the place in that one. Yeah, I mean that's just how it has to go. Like this, I have a song yeah. that came out today. The Davis recording called "Hate It," and I really like that song. It's on my next album, and I have a part in there where I'm like, I basically start saying like, I would hit on your wife if she had big tits, and then I'm like, but I'm then I make this reference of like now my wife's like, why am I rapping about that? And I go, uh, and then I just connect. I didn't go on something else, and to me that's showing like my personality and like. I'm saying a lot there, right? And like these few things of like trying to be funny, but I think you have to like kind of know me to get it, right? So like I don't know. It's uh. So anyway, I I I like what I'm doing, but I totally understand. Someone was like, "Yeah, this dude's fucking random as fuck," you know. Like a lot of people were like, "You're kind of like Earl Sweatshirt, like or whatever." Just like so, for example, like how I like your verse on "Don't Stop" is like we do the shit that we don't normally do or the shit that like we would never do. And then other people like it just like, we just fucking never know, you know? And that's the crazy thing about being an artist. Like, I think it's like, you know, just thinking of myself, for example, why you need to get more out of your comfort zone or I do is like, because you never know what people are going to like out of you. And like, yeah, we can do what we like and what we're comfortable with, but like, we just never know what's, what's going to, like people are going to fuck with, you know? Well, vocally I'm taking a lot more risk, uh, this year, I would say, you know, yeah, trying a lot of different, uh, half singing shit. You know, I don't think I can really sing, shit, but I think, I think I can do good, funny voices to like, kind of go with it. I can fake it well enough. Um, and so that's kind of fun at the moment, but like you mentioned doing weird shit, like I've done that horror core verse for Brad and you know, I'm like, take my gonads, rub it on her prolapse and shit, you know, shit I would never rap about, you know, or whatever, but it's like horror core. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck it, you know, we'll just rap about some gross shit, I guess. Um, and then I, I like break the fourth wall and I'm like, is that all we do is we rap about gross shit. So, uh, you know, I, I try to bring humor. Um, and that I've always had this dream of doing like a lonely Island type project, but again, I can't stay on topic. So it would be like very hard for me to stay on like the comedic topic of a song. So like, that's why I have to kind of just slip in the humor in normal songs. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's dope. Um, so yeah, well, I guess so. Not dope. yeah, you know, it has its pros and cons you know. and uh, yeah, our song, why we mentioned kind of earlier, I, uh, you know, did a verse kind of, or a hook for, that I thought you would fit into. And then you done some like ad libs for the hook. So it kind of, you know, it all works together. Sounds like it was all meant to be. And then, uh, you know, you do the first verse coming yeah. in all, uh, I don't know exactly what full the word throttle. is. Yeah. Full throttle works there. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, you know, I'm at the end trying to wrapping it up. For sure. Yeah. I like that song a lot. Um, we'll play it at the end here so people can hear it. Oh, right on, right on. Yeah. I haven't heard it in a, in a little bit here, but yeah, like I said, I like how you, you got out your, your own vibe there and you said you were kind of like had me in mind when you were making it. So I think that's cool. You know, I, I, I don't do that stuff enough 
And um, especially when it comes to features, I feel like that's what you should do. You should do in a sense, if you know somebody or know their vibe to try to, I don't know, I guess make it more tailored, but yeah, I think it's a dope song and a super catchy hook. Right. And, uh, well, I think, yeah, I, I know I went kind of deep on the verse and that's, I, I don't think you expected that or maybe I didn't, people probably wouldn't expect it, but like for whatever reason, you know, I kind of, I, what I wanted to do is the unexpected on it for whatever reason. That's just where I felt like I should go. And, um, I like the route we went with it. Yeah. I think it worked. I mean, to me, I like, you know, it's like a happy beat, but yeah, it's got more uh, dark tones in the lyrics, if you will. Yeah, yeah, it's got a good balance there, I guess you could say, or a good mix of the two, which I guess that's probably why I went that route. Is like, I noticed it, it's a happy beat, but again, there's another side to it. And that's, that's what, that's kind of how I feel. Like, and you'll see that, well, you probably see it in the album is like, there's a lot of happy shit, there's a lot of positive shit, but we all know that's not what being a human, being a human is. Right. Yeah. You do try to make the more motivational stuff. Um, I feel yeah, like sure. it's hard for me to make, I make pessimistic stuff. So unmotivational yeah. stuff, but I think I do it in a way where there's like the, some sort of backhanded, uh, like I'm actually saying the other thing, right. You know, like I'm like, I shouldn't yeah, smoke yeah. pot so much, you know, but I will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, <laughs> there's like good lessons in what you're saying. And I think, People can relate to it. And I think that's probably the most important thing at the end of the day is like, you got to be yourself. You got to be real. So like, if you're not a motivational person, you can't be making motivational music. Like, so like you can make motivational music, but you can still be real about it at the same time. Like, you know, if you're making that positive bullshit that nobody believes in, like they're not going to believe it. But if you can make that raw motivational shit that people can actually buy into or on the um, other side of the spectrum, if you can make, depressing or music that there's also a silver lining to it that people will relate to or can find some meaning in it. So I think that's really what it comes down to when you're making art is being yourself, expressing what you truly mean and and what you want to do with it. But like there's a balance to it. It can't be a hundred percent motivational. It can't be a hundred percent depressing. There has to be a center to it. If that makes any sense at all. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, again, and I think a lot of making art in general is getting out a lot of emotions and stuff. So, you know, if mm-hmm. I'm, so I just I'm going to make stuff uh, that gets it off your chest or whatever. You know, it isn't all just about yeah. like, I don't know. Like, I think, for instance, not I, all real, you know, right. Well, I, I hear a lot of, uh, you know, depressing emo ish type rappers, right? Like they have their place, or whatever. But like as someone who battles depression and stuff like that a lot of it's not believable and I'm like, Oh, it's, it's fake. It's not genuine. You're like, and, and even on yeah. depression, even other shit, you can just hear songs sometimes and you can tell what someone's saying isn't genuine. And I do feel like you could just innately tell that sort of thing. So I try to be genuine in my music at the very least. Yeah. And I'm sure like, as you, as a listener, just like you're saying, like that's probably where somebody loses you right away where you can just tell. Right. And it's the same, it's the same side as if you're trying to be motivational, but you're not really, like living that way or if you're not really that person like, like i believe that a coast is a positive like the top of battery you know what I yeah mean? yeah he's a great example right it's like he, he that's his avenue that's his route and that's what he believes in like nobody's gonna say oh you're not about that life you don't believe in that to him yeah you know? he's wrapped in the goddamn school pickup line 
Don't you? And he's it. he has pride in that shit, so you cannot say shit to him. Yeah, <laughs> that's his fucking shit right there, and you got to respect that at the end of the day because not a lot of people are doing that. So if you're talking about trying to go into an avenue, like you got it, dude. That's it. Hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog, or whatever you know. Get those. Kids. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, baby shark or something. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I know what you mean. I don't. I, someday, if I ever have a kid, I'll I'll get on y'all's level on those kids' songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take your time, bro. Okay. I mean, <laughs> we don't have much left. There's this thing called like biology. You know, I mean, I guess I have a lot of time, yeah. but my wife. That's what the girls say, at least. They usually say that at like thirteen. And now it's gotten to the point where it's like <laughs> we should have just had an accident a long time ago. And I'm like, I know where I'm at, but yeah, we you know we've had a lot of accidents, but they're great. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Some of them, I'm sure, suck. Not for you, but <laughs> for some. Time. Yeah. Most of the time, they're great. But yeah, you know, accidents, nonetheless, we love them to the fullest. Um, and then also, we got to shout out Graveyard, because they'll probably listen to the album and play it, and they're the homies. And uh, at Hell the, yeah. the next SoCo collab I have it comes out the Friday before Thanksgiving, and it's called nice. Beautiful Today. Damn, that's a while, though. And it uh, sounds like me and SoCo are in like a 1970s band or some shit. That's Sorry, I interrupted my, you. What was it called? Uh, beautiful today. Beautiful today. So it's like a little, it. little love jam uh, in November. So go went off or what? Dude, he just, that's all he does these days is um, like he sent me that mm-hmm. and then I sent him this other th- Like I've you know, seen him a few things and Brad has as well that I've heard and he's just killing everything. And I feel responsible because I'm the one that was like, hey, get some better equipment and let's mix some shit and let's get you going because he used to be was about to quit or whatever. And now he's just fucking... I just think really good. You know, I'm not even trying to like blow smoke up his ass. I really think it's just been very good. And uh, well, I think when I think what might have part of it, I don't want to say I know at all or give it all the credit, but like going from such a shitty setup or not a shitty setup, but his shit like fucked up, right? His yeah. recording equipment to having good recording equipment. Like you just got to feel yourself that much more. And then to hear yourself and have that confidence, he probably just, it probably just took him to a different level. Right. Well, and also, and this is me hating slightly, but also in a good natured, like uh, giving him love way. He listens to my music so much that like I send him stuff and then he does a verse like my verse, like, like he references stuff I would reference and he'll like go into the hook the way I would. And I'm like, bro, I haven't wrote my shit yet. And you just stole my fucking whole thing. So what am I supposed to do now? Because when I think about you guys collabs more, when I do the ones I have heard that they do sound similar actually. Yeah. Well, like, you know, I got to do this whole pussy and weed thing. Now I understand that's not that original, but I've been doing it for like forever. And so like, he'll like kind of do a play on it and I appreciate it. Cause it shows that he knows my shit, but I'm like, God damn it. Now I got to do another one. And or like, well, that's another thing. Just like I was saying is like with collabs, like I think that's the right mindset to have. So yeah. maybe Soko, and I don't want to put words in your mouth. Soko, if you're listening, but like, maybe that's the mindset he has is like, he's trying to get in on that vibe with you. And like, it works, you know? Well, I think a lot of it is he just knows they're going to like, uh, I mean, Soko, he could be lying, but he seems like a legitimate fan of my music. So I do think he just is like, I want to do a good Bro, verse. He's just like one of his favorite rappers. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I do appreciate, it. but anyway, it's like beautiful today. He kills it. And I kill, but another song where right. I, uh, have like this kind of alternative rock sort of hook called pieces. And I made the hook. I held it forever and was like, I'm never going to do a verse on this shit. So I sent it to him and was like, Hey, 
this is yours. I'll just be on the hooks. You just do the verse if you want it. And he was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be great. He does one verse, sends it back to me, kills it. And is like, I want you on the other verse. And I'm like, motherfucker. And like, I didn't plan to do it, but he done such a good job. I'm like, and it is right up my alley. It's all sad and depressing and shit. But I'm oh. like, I don't know. It's just going to be so much work to to match it, you know. But I guess that's how you make a good collab. So absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, yeah, Soko's an amazing rapper and um like especially now like you said the most recent shit done the songs he's done with me and, and just in general have all been really solid and if you go back which i have and listen to his records and his albums he's always been good dude always and i think he's like that he's the type of person that's like underlooked underappreciated but he's very very good and um, I think probably working with Sir Nasty that that close and learning from him, like he's talked about, has probably you know helped him out a lot. But yeah, shout out to Soko, I was killing it, and he's very he's he's too underappreciated. But yeah, he needs to he he should be on that next level. He's definitely one of the best that I've heard in the underground independent rappers. Because the thing I love about Soko, he's one of the best. Is what I want to say doing it, but like. I also love Soko's personality. Just hearing him on the podcast, he's one of the realest motherfuckers that I've listened to. Like, just speaks his mind, doesn't hold anything back. And, like, that's why he's probably my favorite listener to listen to on the podcast, just because he always keeps it 100. And, like, he's he he's very genuine. And, and like, I can really appreciate that. Without, you know, sucking Soko's dick, that's, that's how I feel about him. Right. I don't think he would let you, but he might. I don't know him that well. Um, he Please. <laughs> please let him soak up. Uh, please soak up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm planning on having. Uh, I'm planning on having H2, Soko, and CJ on as the next three oh, guests. Uh, but CJ keeps belling on me, so we'll see if that happens. And then that leaves <laughs> one more for three ninety nine, and I have no idea who I'm going to get for three ninety nine. So that one's still up in the air. Um, I feel like that's a so big 399, one. So 399, is that the last artist uh, interview? Yeah, so I would like to get Sir Nasty if we could. You gotta do Skinny, right? <laughs> I mean, it, I could see just doing Skinny, but we're also gonna do some music shit, I think, as, you know, we got sure, a sure, few sure. more music ones to do. Um, but anyway, that's, that's kind of the Sir Nasty, possibly? Yeah, I would like to get him on there, but I understand it's tough. He's in, you know, I think an old man in this digital world. That's what I understand. <laughs> uh, so it's kind of hard for some people, but he, they could figure it out. God damn it. They wanted to. Yeah. Soko can show him. Right. I mean, he showed up on one of Soko's episode just randomly. So he has technically been yeah. on here, but not like we need. Um, so who's been your best guest since? The, well, since that's the what they, yeah, I was going to say. Powwow, right? uh, I mean, I used to love powwow on the podcast when we started out. It was really fun, but he's, powwow. he sounds like a great guy. I love you. Powwow. We've grown apart over the year. You know, like I still text him like today. I text him like, dude, big brother this year is good. You got to get on it. And he's like, all right, I'll get <laughs> on it. But, um, <laughs> you know, in general, because he has kids and he's moved away and, you know, we don't talk as much as we should, but my songs come out. He's like, oh, brother, that shit was good. You know, he, he's like my one Apple fucking listener, you know, that pops up and shit. Uh, so like, you know, Powell is always great, but I think on the podcast wise, he just doesn't care anymore. So he's not as good as he once was. Um, <laughs> Snappy has his ups and downs. You know, he's here every week. So there's gotta be something said for that. But a lot of times it's like, he just wants to talk about his job. And I'm like, bro, no one cares about your job. And, I don't know. You know, just going in on your boys right now. <laughs> uh, but Brad also, I like Brad that he shows up all fucking stone, forgets what he's talking about, which that happens. Um, you know, and then I've had some people that I would never have back on. And this is not me trying to hate. I just like, 
like our homie Kid G, right? Internet friend. But the whole time he was on, he was playing Madden. You could hear his controller clicking. He wasn't paying attention to my questions. He was just playing Madden. And I was like, well, this will never happen again. Um, really? Yeah. And then, uh, oh my God. But I would say something else. Like, I think the first time you were on, I felt like you were a little uncomfortable with me, but you were way better the second time. And then, same with Karma. The yeah. first time Karma called, I feel like she could have fucking cared less about, you know, being on the conversation with me. But the next time I felt like she was a lot better. So it, yeah, it's Era Wadi, I think, is always re- naturally really good. Um, Petra, Man, that motherfucker can talk, dude. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, Petra Vita, back in the day, he was really good. And the last time he was on, I felt like he just hated being on. You know, and also a lot of times it's political. Like, I'll say some shit that seems too conservative for somebody and they'll get all weird. And I'm like, dude, I was just hating on yeah. conservative. Like, I hate on everybody because I care about politics enough to know enough to hate on both sides. And you you know? never know. Like, it could, people can seem some way and then they, they're not. You know, you never yeah. know for sure. Blunt Doctor has been a great find here at the end. You know, I think he'll be a good internet friend to have. Uh, he knows a lot about yeah. basketball and he's, you know, yeah, his basketball after. knowledge is fucking off the charts, dude. Holy shit. So, yeah, I mean, there's been some good ones over time, you know, um, but CJ is also pretty easy to like, he'll just talk about random shit. Um, yeah. So he's because he did a podcast before, right? So he's right. that's his- and that's another big deal. You get someone on that's done a podcast, like Minx, for instance. Right? Minx has a podcast, and she can she'll right. talk like eighty percent of the time, and I think that's so easy for yeah. me as a host. So, um, yeah. And when people just uh, like, I think you've gotten to the point now, sort of people when it's just more like a phone conversation because we grew up with those. Uh, I think yeah. that's what we're trying to aim for, not like a radio interview, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, dude. And like, that's the, that's why I love like talking to you on the podcast is it just feels like an old phone call. And like, I miss those days so much. I'm just like calling up girls talking all night on the phone. Like those were the best times. Right. And so like, that's what I do love about coming on this podcast is it's just a lot of fun for me. And like, you know, I wish you were a hot chick, of course, but, uh, still fun talking to you. And like, <laughs> yeah, I haven't met you yet. So, yeah, I could have a big twat. You never know. <laughs> big twat? Is that what you said? That's what I call it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just fun talking. It's definitely fun talking, but yeah, I miss those days a lot. And um, yeah, it's dope. It's dope. Um, yeah, I I think it's been pretty good. Like I said, I've I've teased this a lot. I really don't know if I'm gonna do another one. I've thought about doing like a Twitch show yeah. or a YouTube video thing if I decide to invest in cameras. So if you don't do the podcast, what are you gonna do? Do you think? Well, I I think I need to find another job, to be honest, because I I get paid very little for what my profession is, but my job Or you great. can just get that third that third person to live with you guys. Right. I mean, I would love that. That'd be great. <laughs> um but I've thought I need to probably like really invest in that. My health is at an all time low. Like I know. I Oh yeah. I did want to ask you about that too, man. Uh, you know, I did another shot this week. I feel like the person who gave it to me, missed the muscle and did it in the fat. So it's not sticking like it should, but you know, it, I, I noticed a little bit, some help. Uh, I don't know. It's really weird. I just, uh, don't have muscle coordination and can't feel limbs and shit like that. But it, you know, I was like, I've mentioned, I've been like depressed and suicidal, like when I was perfectly healthy. And I will say in moments where I'm like, if I have to live like this every day, how do you do it? And then I'm like, I don't know how disabled people do it. Not to like hate or anything. I'm just like, fuck, I, you know, it's, it's, it's exhausting, you know, just to not be able to like do what you've always been able to do. And so it's, it's always a struggle, you know, so I don't think I can really get like a second job or a new job in my current health. So I really need to like focus on that. 
Um, but if I can get to there, um, you know, I think a second job and or just a new job where I made more money um, would probably definitely take because my job's so easy now that I can get home and I just I have no stress from it. Right. And I just start making beats. Hey, if you want to come sell solar with me, if you want to sell solar, I can hook you up and you can probably do it right from where you're working at. I mean, I'm just not a salesman. I just do not have that in me, you know, but uh, if so, no I would sell beats, you. you know, but. I, yeah, you sell beats like a motherfucker. You'd be no, slanging not, them beats. Not very much. See, I'm trying to hire someone <laughs> to sell beats for me and they can get a percentage. Like, well, I need to level well, up. Fucking solar sells itself. You'd be fine. Um, yeah, that's true. I mean, I would love to have solar panels in my house. I just have fucking giant yeah. ash trees all around me because that's how cool uh, it is. The um, trees, yeah. I can't fuck with the trees. They're all fucking my marijuana plant growing, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's dope, though. Yeah, I know. I got three big ones. I'm feeling pretty good about it. But, um, all right, man. I don't think I have anything else. I'm gonna end this with, of course, right. our uh, song called "Why," and uh, Why? Everyone, everyone can hear it next Friday on August 12th on the. Okay, album. so you're dropping you're dropping next Friday for sure, right? Yeah, it's been up for like three months. No doubt. So if I don't drop, at least you're dropping. So that's yeah. Stuff. You'll have something to share, you know. Hell yeah, I got you. And um, then also have five more songs coming out the rest of the year. I'm going to try to do a little mini music pod where I just show off that and then other songs I have done for next year is like a, just an early sneak peek. Fuck it. While I have a podcast special. So, that's so wait, do you have the whole next year planned out already for music? Uh, No, not the whole year, but I have two or three songs done in one project and then like two songs done on another project. And wait, then- you have a whole other another project already ready to go not to go i'm st- i've started two other projects uh, oh, okay and then we'll see what makes it like i'm just making songs and as i go throughout the year they're going in one folder or the other and or or maybe a third folder who knows and uh so like as, said, as you asked earlier about me being organized i am really organized <laughs> but it's like i have a folder called the decision folder and once i make something it goes to the, the decision folder and then i like sit down and listen to all the beats and all the shit in the decision folder and then i assign it what what we do with it i bet there's some damn hits in the decision folder but hey um internet friends five or not probably not <laughs> it probably won't happen <laughs> probably not <laughs> I mean, you never know. You never know. It could, but it's a lot of work. You love it. You love it. I mean, it gets me a lot of listens. You know, don't get me wrong. A lot of people listen to it and it is cool, but it is also very frustrating at times, you know, so it's pros and cons. I can't even imagine. Also, I have a song called Pros and Cons coming out in September. So look out for that. (laughs) A little promo. (laughs) All right. Peace, bro. (laughs) Peace, Mo. I'm like, hi, how are you? I'm that guy, I'm that dude. You can try to be me. I don't want to be you. Why? Don't ask me. Why? Don't ask me. Why? Don't ask me. Why? I'm like, hi, how are you? I'm that guy, I'm that dude. You can try to be me. I don't want to be you. I tell them. Why? I tell them. Why? I tell them. Why? I tell them. Why?
I'm that motherfucking guy, I'm that dude, who are you? You surprised, mesmerized, that's just fine, nothing new I stay true, keep it honest to a fault, pretty modest Underground, one of the hottest, and really no doubt about it In my mind, see me rising, what they call visualizing IRL, time's expiring in the distance, hear the siren How to make it in this music, if we ignore the translucent Abusing the substance to it, the beauty turned into nuisance Art hanging from nooses, heart spilled in leaf looses Spark, minds of the truest, guess it's why we do this Finesse, right through the stress, contest, turn to success We're blessed, nothing left but to live, every breath As I pray, give thanks every day My worth isn't defined by what they say of me The pressure melts away, reflect on priority I'll level up my own way, they ask why and I just say I'm like, hi, how are you? I'm that guy, I'm that dude You can try to be me, I don't want to be you Why? Don't ask me why? Don't ask me. Why? Don't ask me. Why? I'm like, hi, how are you? I'm that guy, I'm that dude. You can try to be me. I don't want to be you. I tell them. Why? I tell them. Why? I tell them. Why? I tell them. Why? It's like, why be them when I'm so awesome? Bragging what they spend and how much it cost them It couldn't be me, I disagree with everything that they dream My mind is free, got green on me like I play basketball for Boston I've come to see it's not fun to be me So I stay smoking, floating like honeybees Addicted to my depression, it's like nothing is free Don't wanna heal from something when that something is me So double down with it, I don't think I'll ever get it Pretend I'm the shit, then get a whiff in a minute my mental health is fucked I got too much baggage Running me ragged But on the mic like I just know I'm a savage Above average You got it, I done had it The hate that they are speaking They reaching, man, like it's go-go gadgets Should I just be beating my chest Claiming I'm the best I hate that shit making hits All I'm saying is Hi, how are you? I'm that guy, I'm that dude You can try to be me I don't want to be you Why? Don't ask me Why? Don't ask me I'm like, hi, how are you? I'm that guy, I'm that dude. You can try to be me. I don't want to be you. I tell them why. I tell them why. I tell them why.